fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. I'm coming at you from the dusty dungeon. <laughs> I'm coming at you from my wife's makeup vanity. <laughs> well, I guess we can welcome everybody to the Undaunted Pursuit podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, heck, you know, I'm sorry I was late. Oh, that's all right. It gave me time to take my meds. <laughs> <laughs> Your crazy meds? Yeah, I'll take my crazy meds. <laughs> uh, take my, uh, or make me a cup of decaf coffee so I don't stay up all night. Decaf? Yeah, some decaf. That, that's unmanly. Decaf. It's un-American. <laughs> <laughs> Only at night. Only at night. No, you're not a real man unless you can drink that leaded stuff at night <laughs> just before you go to bed. No, mine's that... Uh, and that light blonde, creamy stuff that's sweet and delicious. Oh. <laughs> so how's your week been? Oh, it's it's good. It's good. I had gotten home and Ashley wanted me to punch a hole through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that's exactly what I did. I punched a hole through the wall. So I guess... Uh, Savannah's bedroom is undergoing uh, renovation. It has started. We're taking out her closet and we're going to move the whole closet down the wall and make it just a little bit smaller so we can actually fit a bed in there. It's such a small little room that yeah, that we need to just we need to make it to where as the kids grow up that so I don't know another project to keep us busy I guess already busy enough. Not like you don't have enough going on as it is, but <laughs> I know it. And now here I am in this. I called it the dusty dungeon because, dang it, if these chickens, I can't. I'm so busy that I can't get their coop built fast enough. So they've got everything so dusty in here. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fun. It'd be nice to get them out of here so you guys don't have to hear them chirping the whole time I'm talking. Oh, it's like music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's been something I didn't bring up on the last podcast was um, I wanted to kind of put out a little PSA, something I thought about. I was driving on the road the other day and there it was it, it's been raining a lot here. It, it doesn't seem to stop raining, but. Uh, this gal decides she's going to be walking on the road. Looks like a brand new, brand new white t-shirt or not t-shirt, but white shirt and uh, like a light colored slacks or something like that. She's walking alongside the road and you know how hard it is not to ha- want to hit a puddle. If you're going <laughs> to go out for a walk on a rainy day, don't wear white clothes or light colored clothes because that's going to happen to you. You're going to get splashed by a puddle. It's if like Aaron's she driving just by. bought the white shirt. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all see Aaron driving down the road in his town. Look up. It's raining. He's bound to hit you. 
No, uh, not hit you. Splash. Hit you with water. No, hit you. With, yeah, splash kidding. you with water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes by the point system. <laughs> <laughs> right. Depending on what color shirt you're wearing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, all right. So, tell me this, Marshall. Tell me what is the highest um, achievement in in music. So, what would be somebody, highest... somebody that's in music? Yeah. Uh, let's see the highest achievement in music. Um, I don't know. Is it, is it a Grammy? Is it a, I, it, it, it might be a Grammy. Maybe, um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I know back in the day, I mean, I don't know if they still do this, but like, if you hit like number one for so long, I think you get like a, like a platinum record or a, you know, a golden record or something like that. Um, Maybe for your 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 song being number one for so long, I know that's a pretty big deal. Or if you're being inducted into, into uh, some sort of hall of fame, so like if you're a country music singer, uh, you know, to be inducted into uh, the hall of fame at the Grand Ole Opry or something like that is a pretty country. big deal. Sure. Yeah. Or any any hall of fame. Yeah. The reason I bring this up is because. As you guys heard on the last podcast, we are have partnered with an amazing artist. His name is Zach Tyndall, and I can't praise his music enough. It is it is awesome. And if there's anybody I can think of, Zach needs a platinum record. He needs a stinking I don't know. Be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> he he possibly needs to win a Grammy on this thing. You know. I whatever it is, whatever the highest award is, needs to go to our our friend Zach Tyndall for helping us out with some awesome music on this on this podcast. I can't. I wanted to give him a shout out. You guys need to go check him out. I'll post the link in the description um, when it comes out. But uh, Zach Tyndall, he or if I'm saying that right, I I don't know. Am I saying his name right? You know, I, I've always pronounced it uh, Zach Tyndall, but it could be Tyndall. Zach, forgive me. Uh, forgive, <laughs> forgive us if we're butchering your last name. I We do apologize. Uh, but yes, Aaron's right, man. Uh, Zach has got some great music out there. Um, go look him up on Spotify, iTunes. Um, <clears throat> I know he's posting stuff on Facebook and other social media platforms he may be on. Uh, but he's got some really good music. You know, I've, I've actually known Zach for a long time. It's funny when... Uh, uh, Aaron came across uh, Zach. He, he, I think we were texting. Aaron and I were texting back and forth, and and he had mentioned, yeah, you know, I found this guy Zach Tindall, and he's got some great, uh, some great music. And I was like, I said, wait a minute, what? I said, I, I used to go to church with Zach back in the day. We used to go to the same church. He was our praise and worship leader for a short period of time, and and and, and I was in the worship team, and we sang together. So. Um, I, I had the opportunity to spend some time with, with Zach over a short period of time, uh, maybe a couple of years or something like that, or a year. I don't remember how long it was, but uh, he really is a great guy, very humble guy, um, just just super guy, loves the Lord. You know, yeah, I, I, I agree with Aaron. Um, if there's any record companies uh, who are looking for a new artist who is very talented, um, he not just has a great voice, but he's also talented when it comes to playing instruments too. So He's a multifaceted individual who can play all sorts of instruments. So uh, look him up, follow him, subscribe to whatever he's got going on. Uh, he's a great guy. He's he's probably sitting in his lair right now making musical fusion. 
probably he's like a mad scientist. I venture to say, <laughs> he's gonna listen to it. He's gonna listen to us and think that we're just completely nuts. And nuts about his music. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, and it's it's not the traditional spelling either. It's Z A K T I N D A L. That's right. For any of you guys that are wanting to go check him out wherever you check him out, make sure you go download his music, spread that, and uh, whatever. Hopefully, that'll be good, you know? Yep, go follow him. Go find him. Go. Go so, now. What are you waiting for? Yeah, don't wait. Don't wait. I've already <laughs> listened to his music. For, there's several songs of his that I've listened to probably a dozen times. I'll just put that thing on repeat. All right, so anyway, uh, we had asked everybody that wanted to comment on our Facebook page. And I know that I'm going to make myself a liar by saying that I was going to do this on a mini episode, but we had to get, I figured this first little bit, these first, we're going to take out the first four comments from what what we posted on Facebook, what your favorite Bible verse was. And we're going to dive a little deeper. Um, I chose two of them. Marshall chose two of them. So we're just going to kind of go through try and give you guys a shout out whoever posted and commented on there and i do want to say just real quick before we get into this um let me look this up here there was a new comment on there and uh cassandra we will get to yours on a mini episode probably next week so you're don't think that you're getting left out of this but we had already had kind of the notes started and everything for it so um we're gonna hit the first four tonight and then I'll probably do a little mini episode with that as well. Say it again, Marshall. I have lost your sound. That's because I muted myself. <laughs> I didn't push it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I thought early before I went into the little, before I started yammering on, that we had lost your sound there for a second, I, especially when I didn't hear you cough. I was like, oh, well, it's just a fluke. No, I, I actually, I, I muted it so I could cough so you wouldn't hear that. And then I am I clicked the unmute button, but I guess it didn't unmute it. Or maybe I didn't click on it right. I don't know, but yep. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. So, well, you made some pretty amazing notes, Marshall. Thank you. Did you just get that email I sent you? Yeah. Did you get my email? Here it is right here. I'm showing it to you. <laughs> There's my email. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> Yellow notebook paper. Just a little notepad paper. Hey, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. So we'll just start with the first comment from Facebook. We put it out there. What is your favorite Bible verse? Was, of course, that was posted on our platform on Facebook. Um, we'll start with the first one. And so that I'm not having, so that I'm not talking the whole time in this first part, um, we'll just kind of round robin it here. Okay. And if you have anything that you want to add to it, then we'll just do it that way. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll start with the first one and then you start with your first one. Sound good? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. So rock and roll the undaunted style. That's right. (laughs) All right. So Nicole, thank you for the comment on Facebook book, your favorite Bible verse is Psalm 103, verse 12. And of course, there was a lot of comments on there that I can see why. It's it's really hard to choose because all of it is pertinent. All of it is relevant. So um, you're right, guys. It is extremely hard to choose just one Bible verse. But I see We'll, well, let's look into what Psalm 103 verse 12 is. As far as the east is from the west, 
so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Already I can tell that's a good verse. So Psalm 103, the whole the whole chapter is a song of praise. Um, verses 7 through 12, they focus on God's forgiveness. Now, I thought it was interesting when I was looking this when I was looking this verse up that East the reason God uses this analogy, this let's see here, as far as the east is from the west. So the reason he uses this analogy is because no matter how far east you go, you're still going, you're still going east. And how in say in vice versa. If you're going west, no matter how far west you go, you're still heading west. It's not like the north and the south is. If you go to the North Pole, you can only go so far north uh, before you actually have to start start going south. And and same as if you go to the South Pole, you, you can only go so far before you start coming north again. But the east and the west, they never end. And so, but that's why that's why God uses that that wording to describe His forgiveness. And that's because it because it's endless. His forgiveness is forever. Amen. I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of interesting um, when I started reading into it. But uh, okay, so moving on through this through this verse, as soon as you accept, as soon as a believer, oh, let me think about how I want to put this. So as soon as you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, Savior, and accept or believe, I guess would be a better you know, believe what he did on the cross for our sins. God forgives our sins no matter what they are. They will never, we can, we can be assured that our sins will never come back to haunt us. We will never be held accountable for our sins. Or, well, we will never, I, I say that, sorry. We will never be held accountable for them. And I'm speaking on a, we'll, we'll never be held accountable on a spiritual level. Now, there are some sins, of course, that, may have worldly consequences but as far as as far as God is concerned and as far as after we you become a believer after that your sins he he forgives those sins forever so oh man hold on a second here sometimes my my computer needs a restart so it keeps informing <laughs> me that it's yeah okay so so there's always a chance of uh, worldly consequences is where we were at there um I have I have a couple of supporting. Let me look these up. I have a couple of supporting texts to go along with this. Jeremiah verse thirty-one, or I'm sorry, Jeremiah chapter thirty-one verse thirty-four. Let me look that up real quick. Where's I say Jeremiah? And that is thirty-one thirty-four. It's it's kind of a long verse, but I'll just read the last little part of it. For I will forgive their wickedness, and I will no longer remember their sin. Hey, God God says this several times throughout, especially we're kind of, because of this verse, we're kind of hanging out in the Old Testament. Isaiah 43, verse 25 says, I, only I, am he who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. So he he puts it plain as day. So Nicole, thank you for that. Thank you for that comment. I can see why that is one of your favorites. And yes, there are many just as good as that. All right, Marshall, let's hear your first one. Let's hear my first one. Let's see what we got going on. So uh, this first verse that I got going on here is from Michael. Uh, he said that Psalm one thirty two four through five 
Uh, it says, I will allow no sleep to my eyes, no slumber to my eyelids, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. So I had a, I enjoyed looking this up and reading it and reading the explanation down below and everything. Um, it was really good because I never had dug into this before. So I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into here. But uh, so verse five there says, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling, and I underline dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. So Psalm 132, four through five explained. Uh, so says, so the, the dwelling that David is referring to is a temple. So David wants to build a temple for the Ark of the Covenant. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Um, so, so David actually began to make the plans for the temple, uh, but he ended up not actually building it. His son Solomon ended up building the temple for the Ark of the Covenant. So later on, when, you get, when we get to, uh, we'll, we'll go into to verse four here. When, when David says, I will allow no sleep to my eyes, no slumber to my eyelids. David was bothered by the Ark of the Covenant being in a tent and not a temple because David actually, you know, he was a king. So he lived in a, in a big palace in a huge castle, palace, temple, whatever you want to call it. So he was like, here I am living in this big, beautiful palace. And, uh, and you got the Ark of the Covenant over here and it's just chilling in a tent. And the Ark of the Covenant is a pretty big deal. It's pretty important. So it's down there in a tent. I'm up here in a palace and David's like, you know, that 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 Ark of the Covenant, that needs to be in a special place. It deserves a special place to be. So that's why, I mean, that was so important to him to, to make sure that that, that happened. Um, so at the bottom of this chapter, I have an explanation of the verses. So I have a study Bible and it explains certain verses. That's one reason why I love the study Bible. And, and if you guys don't have a study Bible, whether you're a new Christian or an old Christian, I advise you go out and get yourself one because it really helps explain things. It puts it into layman terms for you because uh, the Bible can be a very uh, difficult book to understand at times. So at the end of this ex explanation, it says, we must live so close to God that we become restless until God until God's will be accomplished through us. So we must live... This is a quote that they had in there. It says, we must live so close to God that we become restless until God's will be accomplished through us. So if we go back to Psalm 132.2, just before the verse 4 through 5 that Michael listed on there, it says that, that he swore, David swore an oath to the Lord and made a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. And, and, and what I like here is it, it capitalizes mighty and one because I'm it's, you know, referring to God. So I thought that was really cool how that's capitalized. They want to make sure that, you know, hey, this is God we're talking about here as the mighty one. And then uh, so David made an oath to the Lord. And, and if you ask me, that's pretty serious that, that David made that oath to God. Uh, David wanted to live so close to God that he made that oath. Uh I mean, it looks to me like David's relationship with God was was pretty important to him, important enough to make an oath. So, what is living close to God to you? What does that mean to you? I, you know, for for you listeners out there, I want you to think about that. What is living close to God mean to you? To me, living close to God is spending time in God's Word daily, whether that's 10, 15, 20 minutes, or an hour, however long or however short you want to set aside time. 
to spend reading God's word, that's important that we do that. Whatever you can do. And, and it's not just spending time in his word. It's also spending time in quality prayer. <clears throat> so spending quality time in prayer. And I think it's important to not just do all the talking, but do more listening when we're praying. Because what good is prayer if we always talk but don't listen? It's kind of hard to hear what God wants us to do if we aren't listening to what he's trying to tell us. So Aaron, question for you. Uh, to you, what is what is living close to God to you? Uh, let's see here. Living close to God to me would be you always try. I always try and keep Him. I, I try and always bring bring my wants and needs to God. That's what is. And if I have an issue or if I have a problem in my life, I try and I try and solve that on a spiritual level. I try and uh, you know, of course, my immediate thought would be to go to prayer about it and then to just keep telling myself that that God is way bigger than whatever the issue is whatever the the want or the need is that he he does also take in account for our wants you know so I always try and keep that in the back of my mind and of course if we're talking if we're talking I had a spider I had to kill um <laughs> If we're talking, of course, uh, being close to God, heck, I feel like that every day. I'm up on top of any of these mountains around here. So, if we're talking on a physical, <laughs> in a physical sense, yeah. yeah, no, definitely, that's that's a good point. No, I I I really like that point. That you know, what what Aaron said there. You know, that's something else that's very important too. That whatever we're going through in life, no matter how big or small it is, it's so important to bring that before God and pray about it. That's the best way to handle our problems is to pray about things. That's a good point, Aaron. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. So to recap and summarize Psalm 132, 4 through 5, pretty much David is committed to God, and he will not rest until he builds a new temple for the Ark of the Covenant. And David draws up the plans for the temple, and Solomon builds them, builds the temple, and then uh, just, you know, living close to God like David did. Just keeping that at the forefront of our minds and doing our best to live close to God like David did. So Michael, uh, thanks for, 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 for posting that up, up, up there on Facebook. We really appreciate that. And it, uh, obviously here, it gave us an opportunity to dig into it, gave me an opportunity to learn something I didn't know. Um, I've never read through all of Psalms and I've never really read this part, um, that I can remember it. I've never dug into it like this. So I appreciate you guys. You know, this doesn't just, uh, help y'all maybe understand it or just listeners in general. Uh, but it helps us too. You know, it gives us new insight to to these specific verses. So we appreciate that. That's pretty much all I've got for that for that uh, chapter and verse. Perfect. And it's funny that, you know, for those of you that don't know, that haven't read through it like that, and I, I think you had already said this, it was, of course, Solomon carrying on his dad's legacy to build this temple for, um, for the Ark, which, ah, oh, man... Correct. You're gonna to have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I just we had, uh, there was somebody I was here that was listening to. It was either it was either at church um, or or somewhere that I was listening to that this this ark was. It, of course, it, it was so engulfed in the Holy Spirit that somebody touching it would die. So, which is why this thing was 
was so important because because this is Old Testament. This is before the Holy Spirit actually came down. Um, mm-hmm. I may be I may be having it wrong, and I'm I'm really touching on it. But that's how important this thing was, is because it was it it had oh what's the word I'm you know it did have God's power if I'm saying that correctly I don't know so maybe maybe it had God's God's blessing God <laughs> right no I, there was something about it because I do know that when they were bringing it into a city that it started to fall off and the one guy stopped to touch it and he died oh wow he stopped to try and keep it from falling and he died I I don't know where exactly where it's at but I there's pieces and parts of it that I kind of remember from the sermon that I was listening to. Hmm. Well, don't get me to lie because I've never read through it. (laughs) It's just interesting. There was, you know, and so, but funny thing is that we didn't plan on doing it this way ahead of time, but it's funny that this would turn out that you would, that you would read that verse and we're, we're getting ready to go into Proverbs next Proverbs next on uh, my next verse. And it was Solomon that wrote most of that whole book. Nice. So, nice little segue for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So the next one here comes to uh, comes to us from from Faith. Thanks for commenting. And yet another good Bible verse or set of verses, actually. We're looking at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. So trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all of your heart, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Pretty, mm-hmm. I noticed that it was pretty cut and dry, but but we can, you know, it, that that those verses are pretty easy to understand. But there are still ways we can kind of dig a little deeper into it. So this is what we're going to do. Um, so trust God with all that you are, with your with your whole being, is what we're starting with. Trust God in everything that you do. This this include every aspect, every action, every decision. He will keep you on the right track. And you know why? And that's because you don't always know what lies ahead of you. You don't always, you can't. Us humans can't tell the future, but God does because he is all-knowing. He's all-seeing and outside of time and space. That's why that's why we are to put our trust in him, and that's because, because of that. When you include God in all that you do, you'll, you'll always find the right solution to whatever that is, and you'll never be led astray. Um, that's something that this, this sinful world that we live in has it's caused us to think that we can handle that we can handle these situations or these problems or these trials or however you want to put it that we can handle this all on our own that that we are strong enough to to be able to handle this and that's uh, but without trust in the lord we open up we open up that room for doubt so that you know you know how you say well that that could never be accomplished it's never going to get better or um, that because you're trying to take things on by yourself, you know, it's because we as humans can't, we just can't see the big picture. We don't know, like I said before, we, we don't see the future. So we, we can't see, um, what we think is wrong at the time or what we think is, is not happening at the time. 
there might be there's there's something that we can't see that might be hindering us that or that could hurt us down the line in some form or fashion, you know. Mm-hmm. So, in all honesty, oh golly, in all honesty, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just like we're, we're pretty much just like children, yeah, like you know, looking up to our father in heaven, just like we used to do uh, when we were kids. You know, dad would, you know, of course. You look up to your parents when you're a kid to know what to do, know what to say, know what to what your next job is, and that's that's how we should look to that's how we should look to God, look to Jesus, is to like like children. Yeah. So the verse also goes on to say, "Lean not on your own understanding," and there could be that kind of me. There could be certain like I said, I, I'm kind of reiterating myself here, and I may be stretching, but we're gonna we're gonna go on with it. Lean not on your own understanding. It also, it, you know, there's, like I said, there could be certain dangers um, or even misunderstood words that we as humans just aren't going to see or hear that, that God knows. That's why, that's why he's telling us in this text not to lean on our own understanding, not to, not to rely on what we believe is right, but to, um, but God gave us the spirit of truth. He gave us the Holy Spirit. So that way we could know the truth in all situations instead of doing that on our own. Let's look at uh, John 14. Let me get back to it here. John 14. Uh... Hey, how hungry are you? <laughs> Hi. Hi. How hungry are you? I, I could eat. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty hungry too. Why don't you pass them my way? <laughs> All right. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess dinner is coming soon. It sounds like it. <laughs> All right. I got to make sure I save this page. I, I can't turn over. All right. So John uh, 14, verse 17 says, The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he the Holy Spirit remains with you continually and will be in you. So Mm -hmm. that was just kind of a supporting text to the fact that we have the Holy Spirit and that we know, like we've said in past podcasts, that we know right from wrong. We know what the truth is. That's why he gave us the spirit of truth so that we would not necessarily lean on what we think is right, but to also be guided by what he said in his, in his word and what he's written on our hearts. Mm-hmm. So lastly, um, let's see what this says here. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. It, it kind of gets a little redundant as far as what we're talking about here, but it, it's simply live for Jesus. It, it's pretty much what it is, you know? So we try, again, it, it's kind of reaffirming the fact that we shouldn't be trying to figure things out on our own because we don't have all the information. And even though, even though us as humans, you know, we love being in control of things, but sometimes you just got to let that go. You know, you were talking Marshall in the last verse about, um, what was that guy? Uh, what was that? What was the question you asked me? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I asked you, uh, what is living close to God to you? What does that mean to you? Right. 
you know, that it goes back to that living close to God. It, it kind of could tie into that as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just have to involve God in every aspect of our lives and allow him to guide us where he needs us, where whatever his will is for our lives, allow that, allow him into your life to, to guide you because he's, you know, he's never going to, he's never going to leave you or or forsake you. So good Mm -hmm. verse, Faith. I like it. I can see why they used it. She said they used it in her confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh man. Just hold on a second. I got it. Before you go on to your next one, hold on. I got to put a stinking chicken up. Hold on. All right. It got out. There's feathers everywhere now. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> you good? <laughs> All right. So I'm good. I'm good. We're good now. <clears throat> All right. What you, <laughs> what you got for us? All right. So this uh, next verse comes from Adrian. Uh, her verse that she posted is Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It says, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So what I took from that, and I'm going to read this description down below the verse because Y'all probably figured out by now, I, I turned to that quite a bit because, again, like I said before, it helps me understand things and breaks things down, and I really like that. <laughs> but before that, what I took from all this is letting go of the past, uh, you know, and then it talks about past, you know, letting go of past uh, guilt or mistakes, and then moving on toward the goal, you know, moving on from those those mistakes and that guilt. You know, I think sometimes and oftentimes Satan can – he likes to take those those things that we that we mess up, our mistakes that we make, and uh, he likes to kind of dangle that over our head, and make us feel guilty, and and anytime we sin, he just kind of whispers in your head and it's like, oh, you messed up, you did it again, you made a mistake, you cussed, you did this, you did that, whatever it may be, and just really makes you feel like crud, it really does, and. Uh, but that's his job. He's out to still kill and destroy. But that's why we got to turn to God for everything like Aaron was saying earlier. But Can I interject so, you there real quick, Marshall? Go for it. You know, it, it's funny how this all works out. These, you know, none of these people, I'm sure, really, whether they, they know each other or not, uh, how all these favorite verses kind of come together. You know, he, you're, you're talking about Satan holding these over our head, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course... You know, we're looking, we're looking at the forgiveness on the, on the first one in Nicole's comment, how, you know, you might have this past guilt or these mistakes or letting go of the past. You know why you can do that? It's because as Nicole's favorite verse stated in Psalms, he already told us because his, your sins and his forgiveness are never ending. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sorry. Go on, Marshall. No, no, that's a great point. No, I appreciate that. Um, good point. That's what this is all about. Uh, so I'm going to read the explanation that I love oh so much below the verse. <laughs> so Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Uh, so this explanation says, and these are not my words. Uh, Paul had reason to forget what was behind. He had held the coats of those who had stoned Stephen, the first Christian martyr. We have all done things for which we are ashamed. And we live in the tension of what we have been and what we want to be. Because our hope is in Christ, however, we can let go of the past guilt and look forward to what God will help us become. Don't dwell on your past. Instead, grow in the knowledge of God by concentrating on your relationship with Him now. Realize that you are forgiven. There's that forgiveness. And then move on to a life of faith and obedience. So make a mistake. Learn from your mistake. Accept the forgiveness God has given you. Move on and in faith and obedience, and then look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life because of your hope in Christ. I mean, that says it all right there. I mean, yep. you know, God, God forgives, he forgets, and he wants us to move on in obedience and faith. I mean, you can't get any better than that. So with that being said, I'm done with that, but I want to say this before I forget, because I keep thinking about it. And if I don't say it, I'm going to forget about it. I will do my best to remember, and Aaron will help me, I'm going to go on Facebook and um, when we, once Aaron gets done with uh, editing this episode, when we get it posted, I am going to tag all of you who posted these verses who we've talked about tonight. I'm going to tag y'all um, on this, on this episode, which I'm assuming y'all are obviously are y'all, y'all are following us. However, I want to make sure y'all can uh, be tagged in this and y'all get to hear this. Um, so maybe, you know, if there's any questions y'all have about these verses, maybe we've answered them or maybe you just want to hear what we have to say, you know? Um, and then you can give us feedback and go back to that post and give us feedback. We'll see it. Uh, so anyway, we're going to make sure to do that for you guys. That's all I got, Aaron. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I was also looking, I was pulling at you and I was also looking in the bottom of my deal here. Um, <laughs> cause I also have a study Bible and it was, it, it says something, Along, you know, it does say something along the same lines, but it also, it, let's see here, it, it does give a three thirteen breakdown in Philippians. There, Paul was indicating that it is an ongoing process. He might even be implying that he wanted to forget everything, so that he would not rest on his past successes in Christ, but continue to labor for the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I, I thought it went around along with it pretty nicely. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. Well, guys, thank you for sending those comments in. Thank you for um, interacting with us on there. And we're, I think we're going to start wrapping this up. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Make sure you guys go and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go on to YouTube. Follow us on theirs, too. Uh, go on to uh, Spotify, iTunes, all those good places. Follow us, like us, leave comments, leave us some good reviews. And head on over to undauntedpursuit.podbean.com and you can go to our website over there and check everything out. We have all of our episodes there as well and many episodes where you guys can listen to our amazing host, Aaron, and all his great insight in the Bible that he has. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so go check us out. Follow us. That's right. And, of course, 
undauntedpursuit at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, anything, guys, make sure you uh, email us there. And also, the offer is still out there, guys. As soon as you guys get on our website, undauntedpursuit.podbean.com, like and subscribe anywhere. Email us if you've subscribed and I see your subscriptions. First 100 subscribers get a free Bible. Um, we want to do that. So we're not we're not quite there. So keep keep subscribing, signing up. That way you guys get notified when we drop a new episode and uh, keep listening. We appreciate all your guys' support. You got anything else for us, Marshall? No, I am all out of words. All right. Well, then let's go eat some dinner. Well, you've probably ate already, huh? I already ate already because I'm a couple hours ahead of you. What's up, lady? <laughs> hey, the wife is here. She's in the dusty dungeon with me. It's true. It's very <laughs> dusty and smelly in here. <laughs> you missed it. He was just chasing a chicken earlier. Right. Yeah, I was chasing a chicken. Wyatt just got cut by one. <laughs> They're evil, you know. <laughs> They'll get you. They ya. are. They really are. <laughs> All right. Go on, like, subscribe. We'll see you next time on Undaunted Pursuit. Bye, guys. Adios. Adventure is calling, but adventure is deceiving, and it's one way you can shore up all the lies you've been believing as they crumble around you. The rubble surrounds you, he's after your heart, and you know that he's found you. Success is a liar, oh, success is a distraction. But ever since I called out lights, camera action, you've been running in circles like a monkey in heels, stacking up the dollars, but forgetting what is real, oh. Share the ship yourself, it's gonna let you try